Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, the Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Can I just say out of the gate, I feel very sexy today. I, I feel sexy. I sound sexy. Like this, this mic here in this studio, for some reason, just... It feels so much better to be back. It feels good to be back in, in, in said studio. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nobody knows what we're talking about. No, not a clue. It feels good I, to us. I'm, gonna say, <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is the Sons of Slam podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, Sons of Slam show. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, how are you? Well, I'm doing well. What a week in wrestling. Oh. What a week in wrestling. A week in baseball for the Yankees, too. Oh, yes, yes. We did well. Yeah, we did well. <laughs> yes, we're doing, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. <laughs> we're doing okay. Exactly. Uh, third, third best record in all of the league. In all the land, in all the land, in all the land, behind the uh, behind the Dodgers at two, and the Minnesota Twins at number I one. Know, the Twins are the really twins. what the I frick? Don't know. Is Joe Mauer still on the team, or did he finally retire? I gotta look right? that up. Yeah, nah, sure. nah, it's not that important. Not that I care. <laughs> um, uh, we have so much, so much to get into, and uh, you know what? I, for the first time ever, this is this is going to be our 18th show. For the first first time ever in, in eighteen shows, such a long time. Um, we're going to talk about WWE first, or yes. somewhere first in the show, and oh, then yeah. get to uh, a little thing, and then get to the meat and potatoes, little little thing known as uh, D or D or N, <laughs> double or nothing uh, for from uh, the AE dubs, the AE double dubs. Um, first off, double dubs sounds like a good hamburger. Double dubs, <laughs> get that at Hardee's. <laughs> Uh, Carl's Jr. So, as we always do, we're going to start off with stuff outside of said ring and then move into said ring. So, uh, what do you what do you have? Because I have a ton of stuff that I want to. I have get a ton of stuff. I found on, that uh, on, uh, interesting. All elite, but I do have one thing outside the ring. Okay. Um, apparently, Vince Russo, the entity that is Vince Russo, that prick, is uh, saying that WWE and AEW are in bed together. Right. When you look at the big picture, why can't he just shut the fuck up? Is, he an, is he an idiot? <laughs> is I he, mean, yeah. I, I feel certifiably. Like, I feel like if you need to uh, get your name back in, that nobody cared about you at all anymore. Like, if you need to get your name back in for some reason, this is this is the way to do it. Since he was a, a household name in, in wrestling circles, and now for him to come back out of nowhere and say something as ridiculously Outrageous. stupid as outrageous, that, yeah. It was unbelievable. That that that'd be the the most amazing work of all time. Oh my god! <laughs> if, they, if they could pull that off and say, "Listen, I want this other company, but uh, I need to I need everybody to know it's not part of it." It'd us. be even more of a work if like Dean Ambrose was like all in this thing. Like uh, he was pun the in, one. No pun intended. Wow, that was good. Yeah, I see. Even, oh, I didn't even come get on, that dude, one. You, you, just, keep up. Slow keep today. Up. <laughs> I just woke up. Give me a break. You just woke up. Not really. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. No, it's not. It's not. It's Come on, <laughs> don't give, don't do that to me. It's please. not. Um, yeah. So he's all right. So we we've we've discussed that he's a he's an idiot. Uh, stupid idiot. <laughs> stupid stupid idiot. <laughs> Moving on. Um, 
Yeah, is there anything else to that besides him just being a moron and saying something ridiculous like that? No. Okay. I don't I don't see anything into it. The only other thing I can see is that their kind of uh, pay-per-view schedule and their, you know, what will be their weekly show schedule Mm -hmm. is really not interfering with the WWE at all. It's just adding a second option to it, which is, I'm all in for it. Yeah. Pun definitely. That intended, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, there's a couple things in wrestling, uh, not wrestling, in in outside of wrestling that I, in sports in general, that I found fascinating um, this this week. Uh, first thing, as, as just happened yesterday, so myself and Joe went to uh, the Yankee game on Monday, and yes. do you remember the conversation we had uh, when we're sitting there and we're talking about the netting around yes. around the yes okay so and we I said thought that was incredibly uh, incredibly coincidental. So we were talking about it, it's 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 a shame. Uh, I'm gonna get in on my my high horse here, and 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 uh, yeah, so it's a shame that we have to be. Uh, uh, reactive as opposed to being proactive as yeah. as people as society. Let me get deep. So we we, we were preach, sitting at the game. Preach. We were sitting at the game, and Joe was asking me about the netting, and I'm saying at Yan- Yankee Stadium, the Mets, New York Mets were actually the first ones in all the league in all 30 teams yeah. to put a netting around around the uh, the, the infield there. The Yankees did it because uh, uh, what's his name? Todd Frazier yes. hit a hit a foul ball while he was with the Yankees. Hit a mm-hmm. foul ball and hit hit a, a little girl. And so then that's when they decided the following year to write a letter to all their season ticket holders stating that they're now putting up this this netting as a protective uh, measure um, to let you know that you're now going to be sitting with a, a net in front of you. If you don't like it, then you need to move. Um, mind you, I mean. It, the most expensive seats are right behind home plate, and they've yep. had netting there since the dawn of time. Yes. So it's it's it used to be metal. It used to be metal. I don't know. It used to be metal. <laughs> it was always netting. In little league, they're metal. In little league, they're metal. <laughs> yes. In uh, yeah, in, in major league baseball, the netting has always been there. So, yeah. um, so the Yankees had that that they had that happen to them, uh, and they had to do it after the fact after someone got hurt. So as of yesterday, as of uh, May 29th, two thousand nineteen. Um, the Chicago Cubs played the Houston Astros, and in the fourth inning, uh, Albert Amora, uh, outfielder for the Chicago Cubs, hit a line drive straight at a little girl's face. Yeah, and uh, you saw—if you saw the footage of or uh, the highlights of that—but he was uh, as distraught a human being as I've ever seen, and uh-huh. uh, you know, and was uh, to the point where there was a security guard, a female security guard, on the field, and he's crying in, on her, her shoulder. Yeah, I saw that. So I'm just putting that out there that we, you know, if, why do we have to wait for this to happen? For to, to now, now what uh, they're going to put up netting uh, all around? The, the whole the whole point was to get netting down to the to the foul pole line, but now because they you know they didn't do it before, now they're going to do it because someone got hurt. Like we couldn't just have done this before. That's my so whole point. now it's going to get extended all the way to the foul line. That was that was supposed to be the the initial intent was to have it extend all the way down. So now people are going to bitch and moan they can't get a foul ball, but you know what? You don't have a broken face. So what's what the give and take here is is that I, I just bring that up the to only say thing, why, why do we have to wait till this this kind of incident happens? It's because we take so many measures in the first place. Because we went to the game, and I don't know if I pointed this out to you. How many times did you see signs everywhere? Yeah. Even when you're not close, like you see where we were sitting, we yeah. were all the way like we were in home run territory almost. Mm-hmm. Like we were right at that. At the pesky pole, yes. Which I hate saying that, but you know, <laughs> wrong state. I know, <laughs> but like the only thing that I can think of is that like 
uh, we're, 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 so yeah, we're on the first base side, and, and we're looking at the, the right field foul pole. And, yeah, I, even there, it, it does say, so look out for balls and bats. All the time. All the time. But to that end, uh, on the flip side of that, how many times do you bring, like, like this, this family brought their little girl to this game, and uh, how many times are everybody, like us, we're, we're sitting on our phones. It's, it's natural. We're not watching every single minute of the game. We're going to get something to eat. We're going to the bathroom. We're, getting, we're on our phones texting and going on Facebook while the game's going on, and they have their kids, and they're feeding them, and, uh, Daddy, I need this. I need that. So how let, m- me, let me just ask you this. Like, when was the last? I didn't see many people that brought baseball gloves to the game. Did you? Not in that section, no. I don't see anybody that brings baseball gloves to the game any, anymore. Like, I don't see kids. I mean, like, yeah, well, when I ha- used to go to baseball games as kids, like, the one thing was, you know, bring your glove. You never know what's going to happen. Right. So that's what you would do. You would bring your glove. You don't know what's going to happen. You could catch a foul ball, but then you're prepared to catch the foul ball because you were also paying attention to the game. But even, even when we didn't have, honestly. But those kids aren't watching the game the whole They're not watching nine innings of a whole game. They're not watching. Oh, these I kids watched. are not. Uh, for the most part, are, little kids are not watching three hours straight of a baseball game. They're going to talk to their friends. They're going to talk to their parents. Like they, it's, I understand they're being ex- they're excited and they have their glove, but most kids do not bring their glove, as you just said. And even when the ones that do bring their gloves to these games, they're not watching the entire game. The so, only thing that I can really think of is that we're a percentage-based society. It's all about what the masses want. Mm-hmm. The masses don't want nets behind the, the you know, on anywhere in the fucking field. Well, Obviously behind home plate because that was everywhere. Yeah. But that's what everyone wants just so they can catch a foul ball. That's what most people want. All right. Catch a foul ball, but, but you catch it with your face. I mean, this is. But that's the- what I'm saying. There's a select few people mm. because of this incident that now want it extended. Now the paradigm is going to shift a little bit because of all these atrocities that are happening because people aren't paying attention as much as they used to. I don't remember. I think it's just. I think people Listen, just don't pay attention as much as as much as you think they do. People don't pay attention because it's just. When natural. I was a kid, I don't remember anyone getting hit in the face with a baseball. I don't remember any of that until most recently. But it's not. I mean, it's not like I, since I like 2012. Right, but that's that just, was like I, the first time. Like I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's I don't not know really if that's a new just phenom- me paying attention. It's or, not really just a new phenomenon. It's just. It's just that it's. It's just coincidental. I mean. It, it, Foul balls have been hit forever. I mean, it just it happens. So, but I've never seen someone get hit in the face by it. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, but but I've what never, I'm saying is, I think it's it, now it's coincidental. Now it just, it just so happens that it took this long for it to actually happen. And, and I understand now it's more. It, it seems a little more common than it has been. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, there's been foul balls since the beginning of the game, and so just because now people. Are getting hit in the face with it doesn't mean that they shouldn't have been netting there to begin with. Yeah, it, it, this is just again, it's 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 being. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play the other side. To, I, I get it, I right? Get it. Because if the other side looks at it, you're like, oh, we could have been. You know, why can't you pay attention? Mm. Like, especially when you're if you're sitting that close. Right. Because I I don't imagine she was in nosebleed seats. No, she wasn't in the ten dollars section. No. She was probably more no, towards the hundred dollars section. She was on the third base side, yes. Field exactly. Yes. Which is what I'm saying. Like you you when you go to a baseball game, they tell you as a child, even as a child, you gotta pay attention. Mm. I don't see my thing is why are people it's weird to say, but why are people bringing their kids to baseball games who aren't paying attention? <sighs> because it's fun to bring a kid to a baseball game. That's true. But but not. I agree with you 100. percent If you think if you think that adults 
adults as us yeah. we went to, they went to the baseball game and paid attention to every single thing that happened because you were on you, you were on a concession line for two innings oh my it, God. Was, it was it was memorial Please, day and you had to remind me about that <laughs> it was memorial day and i missed was, the, was i missed two goddamn home runs <laughs> you missed two home yeah. in two <laughs> different innings <laughs> I hope those, those chicken unbelievable. Fingers, hope those chicken fingers were good. They, they were delicious. <laughs> See, but you, and I'm all of the is, all of the souvenirs I picked up afterwards that everyone left yeah. were also great. They're also great. Washed them. Now they're perfect. <laughs> I got I got two sets of two different freaking collectibles at my house. So you, and the little crowns on top. Make sure you check that out on eBay when he sells them. Um, just the the whole point was that if, if, as an adult, as adults, we didn't pay attention to the entire game. Even when we were sitting down, we were on our phones. We did other things. Yeah. The point being is that, and I understand, there's more of a of a responsibility sitting in those seats, knowing that that might happen. But uh, again, it's if if there was something there before, it would have then nobody would have to worry about paying right, attention. Right, exactly. You you don't have to pay attention to the exactly. entire damn game and, and act like you're playing in the game, <laughs> watching for a foul ball and catching a ball as if like it, it you know, like it literally is. Your life depends on on watching this game yeah. because you sit in those seats. That's it. That's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was my little rant. Um, uh, moving on. So how about uh, how about Terry Reynolds, uh, former Dustin, <laughs> the gold dust, uh, yeah. Dustin Rhodes. Um, so TMZ had first reported uh, the other day that uh, WCW and WWE uh, uh, Terry Reynolds was arrested uh, at a at airport security in Tampa because she was found there with a loaded gun in her purse. See, my thing is, did she have a permit for it? Well, and did she just not know that it was loaded? Because I can see that happening. No, no, no. She, she knew. She said, she said, she said a quote. It was a simple mistake. Um, yes, yeah, simple mistake. <laughs> I didn't know it was loaded. I didn't know it was loaded, and I'm bringing it to the airport. All right, that's fine. Uh, she claimed she was carrying the loaded gun because she had uh, had just been called. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the story. She had just been called uh, to her mother's house to deal with an armadillo that was digging up the yard. Um, it's, it's according to the uh, police report where, obtained by where, TMZ Sports. Where is she flying out of again? She was flying out of uh, Tampa. Okay. In Tampa. So that makes more sense. It does. That's Florida. Uh, Runnels uh, told cops that she simply forgot that she had the gun on her when she went to the airport, uh, chalking the whole thing up to a genuine mistake. And then cops said the loaded gun was inside of a sock <laughs> located in Runnels' backpack, and it was a Glock 9mm handgun. And, what, did she uh, steal it from a cop? Uh, well, I... <laughs> Damn. Just get, a, get a Glock out of nowhere. Uh, counted, uh, counted 11 bullets. So this armadillo needed 11 bullets to be taken care of. And it appeared that these bullets were hollow-tipped. <laughs> hollow-tipped. Uh, which is hollow points? Hollow points, which uh, caused more damage, obviously. And uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially to armadillos. It, it's, it's, a, it's a more <laughs> lethal round. Well, you know, you got you to gotta pierce that shell. Oh, yeah. Um, what the hell? <laughs> what in the Sam hell? I I just it, it, that's uh, that's Florida news. Everybody, I need to take I need a ticker. I need like a Florida woman. I need I need music behind that. Florida news. That was ridiculous. Oh Terry, like like I didn't know it was loaded. I didn't know there were hollow points. Dustin is like watching this and like just had an awesome weekend. He's he sees this nonsense with his ex wife. Yeah. God uh, damn it! Uh, now I now I know why. Thank God. I, yeah. Thank God I got got away from that. Now you know why he's still taking freaking uh, middle turnbuckle shots to the freaking forehead. He's got to pay that. Uh, he's got to pay that ex wife. I can pay the ex wife. Yeah. To buy those guns and get those bullets. Just bullets are the, expensive. Just to get the armadillas out. The ar- <laughs> those hollow bo- uh, bullets are very expensive. The damn dillas. The damn dillas. Moving on. Um, more outside of the ring uh, stuff. So, <laughs> the, the the Laker. Uh, saga continues. Oh my 
Uh, I, I'm, I'm, Why are the Lakers looking more like the Mets and the Jets nowadays? I, I, it's sad. They, they're, this was the seventh year that they did not make the playoffs. And this is also the first year with, with uh, uh, LeBron. Um, but then they still didn't make LeBron? the playoffs. LeBron? LeBron. LeBron. So there's a story that, that just came out. So the, the whole the whole saga um, now with the Lakers has been picked up because you know, Magic up and quits uh, suddenly. And he blames it on his, his uh, deteriorating relationship with uh, Lakers general manager Rob Polinka, who, mm-hmm. if you ever see a picture of him, looks like Rob Lowe's twin. Anyway, yes. um, he... Uh, Job Lowe. Job Lowe. <laughs> I'll be here all week. I was, I, I was just, <laughs> just going to say that. So there's a story that came out um, from uh, a 2018 uh, story that just came out now that um, the Lakers were... Uh, part of a, a genius series line of inspirational celebrity talks, and one of these the celebrity talks involved going full circle. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, nice. So he was talking to uh, Lakers this players. Really is a full circle. Yeah, it really is. He was talking to Laker uh, brass and players last year um, as part of this imp- inspirational line of talks, and then <laughs> Rob Palenka. Um, and the reason why all these things, these, these, this story came out is because since Magic left, there have been a lot of employees for the Lakers that have come out and said that between Magic and Palenka that they've been abused verbally uh, as far as getting yelled at. And, you know, people are like, you're, you have a job. Bosses will yell at you. That's fine. You're getting paid millions. But, but well, they're getting paid millions. The, the staff. Most are getting paid millions. <laughs> staff are not. But they're apparently getting treated like crap by these, by these two. And so... The the whole point was that Palinka was was putting the spotlight because these these staff members were saying that he was not a nice person and that he treated them awful. And um, one of the stories that came out in this whole celebrity series is that Palinka came up after uh, uh, Johnson had said spoken, and he came up with a story. Uh, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote the entire thing that he said. So he said, "Quote: There was one time when Kobe, who I worked with for 18 years." was going back to play in Madison Square Garden, and he had just seen The Dark Knight. I also bring up the story because The Dark Knight is my favorite movie ever. The Bruce had seen The Dark Knight. Obviously, you guys saw that movie, and he's like, and he's like, Kobe said, hey, hook me up with dinner with Heath Ledger because he got so locked into that role. I want to know how he mentally went there. So he had dinner with Heath, and he talked about how he locks in for a role. And then Palinka goes on to say, and Kobe used some of that in his game against the Knicks. Why is this story fascinating? Okay, I need a little bit of context. What year did this story take place? In 2018. This is last year. Okay, that's he's when, t- but he's that's telling when a story he about, told the story about when. That's what I want to say. Oh, he's telling a story about, about seeing the movie The, the Dark Knight uh-huh. and then asking Palinka, Palinka, according to Palinka, Kobe asked Palinka to hook him up with Ledger to have dinner with him because he wanted to see inside Ledger's head how he got into that mind space Kobe of becoming did. of becoming the Joker. Okay. So they had dinner. Okay. Explain now. Now that you know, explain <laughs> to me now what's fascinating about the story. Wasn't Ledger dead? <laughs> I didn't hear about this. That's hilarious. Wait, Plinka said this story? Plinka said the story last year and he was he was dead. Ledger was dead six months after six months before the movie came out. Yeah. So now 
So this is, I mean, it's it's all over. If you get a chance to like kind of get into it more, I just wanted to bring this up because it was it was it's so oh, <laughs> it's so funny and fascinating to me that this is my favorite story of the week. Hey, with everything going on with Double or Nothing and how bad WWE is, this this story oh. here. And people are talking about, and t- today is the first game of the NBA Finals. But pe- more people are talking about the Lakers now and how bad they've become than the actual Finals, which is, which is a sad statement to make. And this is one of the reasons why, is because Polinka has come up with this, this lie, this elaborate lie during this, this celebrity series of inspirational talk. Oh, my God. Talking about how he hooked up Kobe Bryant with Heath Ledger, who apparently he, he hooked him up with a, a, a dead person uh, because he was dead six months before the movie came out. I, I'm hey, speechless. That's, that's 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 my that's the reaction I want. I'm speechless. Thank you very much. Because um. <laughs> I didn't. I, uh, I I needed the context after you said the entire right. story. Right. Because I needed to hear the entire story before I started to talk like a moron. <laughs> so, um, because had that happened, yes, makes a hundred percent like that makes sense. Right. Because I see Kobe needing to get inside the mindset of the Joker for some reason. Mm. You know, it'd be nice. I mean, it'd be, that'd be awesome to get. It, w- it makes sense to get to understand where he went down this this dark path and how he, and according to to accounts, Ledger went into seclusion and and drew up stories from from serial killers and uh, practiced on his his voice for months and months and months and didn't talk to anybody and blah blah blah. Listen, if he was still alive and Kobe was able to talk to Ledger, I'm sure he'd be able to have a, an amazing story out of that whole thing. But a truthful story, as opposed to something that was just made up by Rob Polinka. Oh, my God. That's very, hilarious. Very, very funny. Moving on. So That's too funny. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I can move on right now. <laughs> so we, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what I just heard. Yes, and you, you, heard, you heard awesomeness. You heard greatness out of, uh, out of such lies. Um, yeah, now we're getting into, uh, into some wrestling stuff. So uh, <laughs> the... Uh, I, I find it now fascinating now with tying in with AEW and NWW stuff. Um, with Don. Do you know, this is now the fourth. The Muffin Man? The fourth nod. Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> this is on Jury Lane. Yeah. WWE has canceled. Um, more this, live events? More live events. So this yeah. month, this Monday's SmackDown uh, house show uh, in Corpus Christi was, was canceled again. Uh, fourth time with scheduling conflict excuse. Uh, and it's the fourth time since the wild card rule was announced. Um, because right after the wild card, yeah, thing, things went to, to shit. And because of the wild card, now wrestlers have to be on both brands. So they've canceled their, their fourth Monday SmackDown House show. I don't want Vince to run the company anymore. Okay. <laughs> and that's where we've come to. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Uh, it, Triple H is looking like a hell of a lot better option. Like like he was in the first place. But. Speaking Vince of which, will never be able to let the reins go. It's ever a segue into now uh, reins. No segue <laughs> into, into Triple H. Uh, the fans uh, fans at uh, at events have reported that uh, WWE officials at at uh, SmackDown's event at uh, Tuesday's uh, SmackDown Live mm-hmm. had signs confiscated. Yep, for for two signs. One of them was you aren't <laughs> you aren't MJF, and the other hilarious. Sign, and the other sign was save us Triple H. Yeah, see, and, that's uh, that's the one I don't get. Why would you, uh, I mean? I get it. No, I, I get it. I Save, get it. Triple but H, like, H Triple H is, is the saving grace of. It needs to be the saving grace of yeah. WWE because if if he is could, the second coming of the first generation Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yes, that's yes. exactly what when that is. when when yes when he had the, the new ideas and was yeah, yeah. exactly because if he if he could pull off NXT and a, a product that Vince has no clue about because it's been admitted that he just doesn't care about NXT yeah. 
that's the the only way to save WWE now, other than if if Vince gets his ass kicked by AEW, which is this is now all speaking of second coming. Oh, this is now second coming of of the, the Monday Night Wars, but on different nights because this is how WCW rose to prominence. Yeah, in the same exact way. Uh, he's the only way that there's. It's gonna be called like the Wrestling Wars or some shit. Like it will be, it'll be, it'll be no some dumb something dumb uh, like it, that. It, it, well, it needs to be something because this this was the whole point of why I was looking forward to having double or nothing because y- you got to have some sort of counterbalance. Yeah, it, 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 all these years since the WCW folded, you had this monopoly on wrestling, and it had it's more downs than ups in in WWE. Yeah, and I have said it before, and I will say it again. I was very very. I had, I had great promise to the WWE product from Survivor Series of last year up until WrestleMania of yep. this year. That and I again, I, I'll say it again. It was an awesome time for for me in WWE because it was just it was a good product. It was an amazing product. It was great from er- everything that happened, even the pay per views, even the middle pay per views, Elimination Chamber, and all everything that led up to Mania was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it it was literally Halted. literally. Halted the very next day on the Monday Raw after WrestleMania, which has always been a good one. It's always been the best Raw of the year, and they 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 pump it up as the best Raw of the year, and it was the worst Raw of the year. Well, it, it was. It, we we're only in right now. It's May. It was the worst Raw of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you if you go back, like, it, it, and again from from Survivor Series up until Mania, it, everything was even the Raws and Smackdowns were were good. Smackdown better than Raw. But that Raw and SmackDown after Mania sucked. Yeah, it, it did. sucked. And then from that point on, it just it's been bad. I'm sure there have been other Raws since then that yeah, we could probably we could probably go over and account for each one of those and how bad they were. <laughs> but absolutely, they and and they've been bad. They've all been bad. They every, both shows have been awful. But it's just it was just an awful awful product. So all, all that to say is that if if there's going to be any saving grace, either. Either Vince is going to get his ass kicked by EW when it comes down to uh, uh, buy-ins and, and pay-per-view rates, even though that's not really a thing anymore for WWE with the network, or when TNT comes comes a call in with, with their product now with AEW, and then... Tuesday know, Night Dynamite. There you go. I'm hoping. <laughs> Tuesday Night TNT. Um, yeah. It, it's, that's the only way. Or Triple H takes over, and that's not going to happen until Vince is dead. So It's so sad to say that, too. Like, like Vince will never give up anything until he's freaking croaked. It's so it's weird. Like, yeah. what? I don't know how you can not understand what people want and you, what you just want. Is it because it's a publicly traded company now and he doesn't have as much stake in it anymore? Because he used to just he used to own everything, but now like you know he dropped the IPO so many years ago and he, shit like that. Like I don't know what's going on. It just seems it just seems also seems coincidental that um, he sold so he sold a lot of stock to make to get the money for the XFL. Mm-hmm. So now there's there's that thing going on. So he had all these things kind of lined up at the same time. So he had XFL being announced. He had WrestleMania in uh, New York going on. So all these things were, were happening. And then he, he's got to move to SmackDown now for Fox. Vince McMahon is just the writers of Game of Thrones. They he's, had he's they needed to pump this out, right? He has mm. to pump this out every week, mm. and also worry about what he has in the future. It Game just, of Thrones, <laughs> they had to pump out Game of Thrones those last mm-hmm. episodes because mm-hmm. they were worried about Star Wars, right? Because those are the people writing Star Wars, right? Right. Vince is worried about you know the XFL looming in the in the distance, but he can't keep a, a 
you know, a cap on what's going on every week. Mm. He's I like, got I like, too much on his plate. No, I like I like that analogy because it seems like it seems like everything was written, even with the exception of Kofi as being uh, that no pun intended, the wild card of, of the whole mania series there because of he, WWE. He just got general. thrown in there last minute and it worked out. But other than other than Kofi, he had everything planned out, and then it just seems like. <laughs> the, well, I don't think he had the Becky thing planned out. Not that far ahead. Well, he had Becky planned out since since Survivor Series. Like he, she had won, right, she had yeah. won, she had won Royal Rumble. Like she had won the Rumble, and now, now she was going to be in the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right. and then the next day, yeah, the Charlotte was thrown in. So, well, not next day, a couple weeks after she Charlotte basically was the in. next day, right? <laughs> so it's, it, that that kind of was was sort of built up. I mean, everything. It, it was written out. Everything gets tweaked and changed, obviously here and there. But for the most part, that was that was going to be the plan was to have was to have uh, uh, Rousey and and Lynch, and it became a better main event because Charlotte was thrown in there. And at the time, everybody was like, "What well, is bullshit? Why? Why do you have to throw her in there? Why can't Becky get her shine?" It worked out because you had three of the, the, your top women in in the sport together. Yeah. We we've already talked about that. But the point being is that. You had it seemed just like Game of Thrones. You've had this all all written out, all planned out, and then it, it seemed like the day after Mania that Raw and SmackDown was like seasons uh, seven and eight. <laughs> just like nothing, yeah. there was nothing planned out. There was nothing written, and so you had to come up with something on the fly, and it just didn't it didn't work. Maybe they should propose an off season. Maybe there should be an off season to wrestling. Just have like a couple week hiatus. You would see, and you you would think that would never happen. Oh, it'll never happen. <laughs> it never, never happened ever in life. Ever. But you would think you think that would be a good idea, and you know why it's going to work. Why AEW is going to work now is because of that reason. Because it's not an everyday thing. People are clamoring for it. Not yet. Not yet. Because they haven't said that they're going to run for just one. You know, one calendar season, which is just if they run for a season, they're running from. If this is going to be billed as a television show, mm. they're going to run from uh, October to December. Then they'll take December to whatever off, and then it'll be from like February to May, because that's what normal television shows do. It's just the way that they're run. Right. But if this is going to be an everyday thing, the way Monday Night Raw is an everyday thing, then it's gonna it's gonna be different because we're gonna have to see how they can pull it off every week. Because you have to agree, pulling off a, you know, Vince bit off way more than he can chew with a three hour time slot. And then a two-hour time slot on on SmackDown, mm. but if you keep their weekly, you know, uh, AEW's weekly show to you know, ninety minutes, two hours, mm. it would be perfect. Absolutely. And you have enough, you have enough talent, you have enough storylines to go through with it, right? And you can execute it, just like NXT does. NXT does an hour, and exactly. They, and they have a, they have a ton of talent on that that roster, but not everybody gets on every single week. But you're able to kind of do like a round robin of of talent in that in that league, where everybody gets their own shine, and it's it works. Yeah, it works absolutely. You don't get you don't get the same person thrown down your throat every single week, and not to mention the fact that w- they've been saying the three hour thing hasn't worked for years. But that's that- I loved the three hour thing when it first went in. I was like, we mm-hmm. get an extra hour of wrestling oh, well, every right. week. It absolutely. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't done before. And then, then, but then, and then Nitro tried to do it, and that didn't work out. Uh, it, they, they, could, they could barely make it work for two hours, but it, it's just—it's too much. It's just too much. It's too much thrown at you. It's—it's it's tedious to have to watch that every single week. 
<laughs> I, I, let me just be honest. It's tedious to have to watch Raw every single week and have to fast forward through three hours of, of wrestling and watch the good stuff because it took for, for in prep and it, for my own enjoyment also, but Same. to prep Absolutely. for this, it, it, it gets a little annoying at times. For, so for me to have to fast forward through uh, the freaking Usos playing uh, uh, cornhole and uh, the 24-7 belt getting getting defended while they're having a barbecue, it, you know, this, this I've is been watching, what I'm dealing with now. I've been watching <laughs> old clips of hardcore titles being changed like, like that, and it was hilarious. I just saw one where uh, someone was having a match going on who was the hardcore champion, and then Spike Dudley came out with a ref. He pinned that guy in the middle of their match. Mm-hmm. And then walked out with a hardcore title, and then the match had to keep going on. <laughs> that was it was great. Uh, I, listen, if it, we're we're jumping around here, but it, it's fine. But the I, I'm hoping that if, if they're going to do that again with this 24 seven thing, with which is what they're they're already doing, <clears throat> make it entertaining. If if nothing else, because you you have, <laughs> I'm I'm entertained with it thus far. Okay. Then, and that's that's all. That's what that, they've, they've done their job. Save for the whole Elias thing, I didn't really get that too much. Right. It's just that's just. It seems like they just wanted to put a belt on Elias for five seconds, just then. to say that he won his first belt in WWE. Because I don't think he's ever won a title mm, I don't, no, in NXT not. either. He's not. So, but good for him. Yeah, I mean, he deserved <laughs> it. I guess <laughs> for all of five seconds. Good for him. I want to see someone break that title and then glue it with. Freaking scotch tape they back really together, just bash it, and they then sh- just make it the hardcore title. They should bash, and then and then they can have another uh, uh, like. Uh, uh, Why green it? though? That's what I want to know. <sighs> I have no idea. It's a gross color. Like none of disgusting. your things are that color. <laughs> none of your brands. <laughs> the Saudi, the Saudi belt, the same exact. Uh, none of your brands are that color. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. They can make it like the urban legend. That's where I was looking for the urban legend that uh, when uh, Mr. Perfect bashed the. WWE title, and then that's uh-huh. that's the, the story was that became the hardcore belt, yeah. even though that's not true at all. They they already debunked it. Hey, kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> um, they should do that with the twenty four seven belt. Just bash it. Just have our truth like bash it yeah. against against something, and then nah, you have Elias bash it with the guitar, <laughs> electric guitar, though. because electric guitar, electric guitar. Yes, you can easily. Since you guys broke my acoustic guitar, there my perfect sounding acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. I'm gonna break your precious twenty four seven championship. Because also fuck the networks with that shit. Yeah, like, that's right. That, that was a dumb move. <laughs> was a dumb move on the networks part. Uh, let's, Unbelievable. Let's get into. Uh, let's, well, you know, I want to go back to that third hour of Raw. Sure. Because this will be a great segue. Mm. Did you see the electric chair segment? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, was, I thought I was, that was, was hilarious. Let me get into that. Yes. And I, and when I forgot who it was, but whenever she was interviewing that little girl. And then she just the mic. ripped the mic, the mic away. There was one point, where, yeah, the, 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 she was trying to. The little girl was trying to rebut uh, Sami Zayn, and she goes to the mic, and you see uh, with a smile on her face. You see, Kayla, oh, you see fuck K- out of here. You see Kayla with a smile on her face, yanked them like the mic. Yeah, the whole thing was was <laughs> kids, yeah, right? Kids. <laughs> yeah, she's like patting her back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, kids. Yes, we, we get in, get into that stuff. So, starting with Raw here. Oh my God. I don't have a lot to be honest. <sighs> I have the basic rundown. I have the rundown. Uh, also, but, I, I, but um, all the things I want to talk about that, that I'm really crazy just set sucked. on the Brock party. Are you, I love this thing. So you love the Brock party? I love it so much. You, it's you, hilarious. You, you and I have such a different taste because it's a, yeah, I, I hate it. Really? <laughs> I, I no. Let me, I let thought me, it was. Hysterical. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. I find it funny that he yeah, does that. It's hilarious. And this new character that he's got going on, and that Brock actually has a some sort of personality. First off, if, if not if that little dance done. he did in the ring. Yes. Can that be considered cultural appropriation? 
Like, you know, you've seen well, that as video. A as a part of, like, what? Like, that video what of culture the. culture dances like that? Uh, that video of that African tribe with that one dude who has his face painted in the middle and he's just, like, mm. stepping OD and waving his hands mm-hmm. everywhere? Mm-hmm. That's him. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Got him. It. Got it. Yeah, all right. Why doesn't anybody <laughs> come after Brock? God damn it. Why? Why does he? <laughs> he was, it was just, but it went on so long. It just oh, went it on did. forever. Yeah. I'm like, dude, okay. And then that's you know, Seth is like, if, if, I think Seth was was the universe at that point. Like he just was like, All right, I'm done. He just walked out of the ring. That like, segment just, was the best. I thought the best part about Raw, other than the electric chair, obviously. But well, yeah, that the was electric the best chair. Part. I thought was was the best part. Um, uh, yeah. So so him coming out with that that boombox and listen, he's he's now gonna cash in. Lesnar, there's only one reason why Lesnar's on TV so much, other than having money to go into uh, Super Showdown, is you know that's the only time he gets he gets on TV is when he's getting like he's getting paid. paid, yeah, and so he must be getting paid a lot because he's on now every single week with this this briefcase, um, <laughs> and dancing like a, like an asshole. So the White Knight, you got him, the White Knight, you got him, you got uh, Ziggler. I'm just going, I'm just running through here because everything else pretty much sucked. Yeah. Uh, oh, one of my other. Uh, fascinating part. So Shane McMahon is just. Do you, do you know by the way that the first the entire first hour, no wrestling whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, no, I saw that. No, no, no match whatsoever. And then the first match you have is Shane McMahon versus Lance Noah on Hawaii. And I, you're right. I'm sorry. And on Hawaii. Yeah, there you go. On Noah. On Hawaii. Noah. The the chance. Did you hear the chance that during this match? Yes, I did. This is awful. Yep. This is awful. Did you know that the only reason that it was Lance and Hawaii and Hawaii that faced Shane McMahon was because the, you know I read this somewhere that uh, Lance's father is has cancer or something like that, okay. and he was putting on a uh, like a fundraiser mm. in the future, so he was trying to get like name recognition around the name so that if people do look it up maybe they'll go, mm. and then like. Shane is also very involved with that entire family, so that's why. Got it. It's not really that big a stretch that he's working with their family because you know how how long of that that entire family's known each other forever. Sure. So well, it well, makes that's, sense. That's nice. It's nice it is. Him. It's nice of him. With that, it being is said, absolutely. With that being said, um, you 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 now will have because of AEW, you're now going to have a little more verbal freedom from fans such as yes. this is awful and an AEW chance <laughs> uh i just i found it very funny that as soon as that that match went off and it was just like just awful <laughs> it just it was just such a bad match and having this drew drew awful. like <laughs> having drew squash this this guy and then you know Shane coming in and, and beating him it just it, it deserves what it got <laughs> and yeah, then what absolutely. it got was that chant of, of this is awful and, and it was awful it was awful the, the, well the, the par for the course for the the company um Rollins confronted Lesnar, Becky Lynch. And oh, Becky hang Cross. on a second. We're skipping over one big thing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Brock didn't know that he could For wait a, a whole freaking year to cash this in. Like, what was going well, on? <laughs> I understand that he's I'm in a, sure he's he, in a sure he hut in Minnesota or, yes, whatever, or yes. wherever. On the, or far, in Calgary. On, the farm with, on the farm with Sable. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. On the farm with Sable and yes. his two Viking children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, he just didn't know. Like you competed for this thing, you uh, dummy. I'm sure you. I'm sure you. I'm did. sorry, Brock. I didn't mean to call you that. Yeah, because he's gonna bust through the door right now. Terrified of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big dummy. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure he knew. So now, now, not only did he, in air quotes, find out that he he can wait a year, 
but now we have to have this for a year. Like I'd rather oh, him just, I I'd rather him just cash this in. Like do it now. <laughs> just yeah. cash it in now and get it over with. But that's not gonna happen because Vince wants him and part of the ratings. And not only did it did it not come to fruition this week, this was actually the second lowest rated Raw of the entire Memorial Day Raw oh. of the of the year so far. Second lowest that's rated. That's the worst, because everybody's off too. Everybody, yeah, everybody's off. You're, you're watching. Nobody's working. Everybody's watching. You're eating TV. leftovers from the cookout the night before, or you or know, that, or, that or leftovers from the cookout that morning. Oh, that day, yeah. and it's the second most uh, raw. So it brought, the the gotta do better, Vince. The hope of the hope of Lesnar coming in to save is is bullshit, and so that that was proven uh, not the case. Uh, let's see, Lynch and Cross beats uh, the iconic. The iconics. Uh, oh, can I? You know what? What am I also? Uh, if I have to pick a, uh, a light in, in all the crap that is WWE, can I just say that I am now fully in love with Cesaro's entrance? Are you really? I love that entrance, man. <laughs> I don't know what it uh, is about? I like the one before. I, I like the bar entrance. Yeah, the, the bar. I, I, for some reason, I like the. He's still coming the, out in bar trunks too. Yeah, he's coming out with the bar trunks. But I like the music. I like the the lights with the music and the whole choreography with the light. I don't know. For some reason, it might have been also because I was high. Uh, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I like Ricochet's entrance. How they added that little gunshot in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it ricochets off everything. Get it? It's hilarious. Get it? Uh, Mysterio's gonna have to surrender his belt because he's apparently hurts. Yada yada yada. Corbin defeated Strowman. Yada, Are we gonna yada. say that Dominic is gonna defend it against Joe? No, no. As much, as much as I would like that to happen, is it too soon now? Not gonna happen. Ah, damn it. Yeah, no. Samojo's gonna. Oh, well, that would be awesome if if Samojo comes in and then like Dominic just like pops him in the face and yeah, yeah, no. Dominic, it'll be a, a close angle shot on Samoa Joe in the ring, and then Dominic from behind. With yes, the belt. every single time. Bing. You know, you know I, every <laughs> single time. I, that's my go-to. Every my go-to line. Every single time, you know something's gonna happen when they have the wrestler on like camera on, on the TV screen. It'll be like all the way to the right. Yep. <laughs> and you see nothing but but crowd to the left. You know something's gonna happen mm-hmm. behind that person's back. Just 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 so you know. And every time, time you, you just see an extra long shot of the uh, entranceway. They're not coming in They're that not way. Coming <laughs> They're not coming in that way, no. They're coming from behind. Uh, Corbin's going to uh, fight. Uh, I'm all in on that match. Rollins at I like Super that. Okay. I like that. I want Corbin to win, too. Okay. You think that's, you think that's actually going to happen? No. Okay. <laughs> no titles are going to change. No. No. Everybody knows that. Just great. Um, <laughs> Bray Wyatt played Limbo. On, the uh, Fiend. Did you catch that? The Fiend. It's, it's, he's not called The Fiend. The Fiend, yeah. yeah. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I don't, I, I don't know. I, about wasn't, the name, I wasn't sold on that. I don't know about the name, but I, I, I still like the character. And I, I like I like the way it looks. Uh, it scared the crap out of all the kids. Oh, all the kids. Uh, it scares the crap out of me sometimes. Yeah, I love it. Uh, see, Roster chased uh, our truth through Uso's Memorial Day party. That was completely stupid. Uh, oh, here we go. Thank you. All right, let's just throw that down. So now we have this new segment called The Electric Chair. Yep. And it was introduced as you can ask anything, anything, anything. So we had three questions from the from the audience, mm-hmm. all sucky, sucky, marky questions. <laughs> and Sami Zayn, they weren't plants. You don't think they were? They weren't. They were not. They weren't. Because uh, I've read so many places that they're like they're going to start using plants for future segments and because can- of what happened. You can always tell when, when you know, because the last guy, the, the, last, the black guy there was just like as marky, nerdy as you could possibly get. Yeah. Just like, why haven't you become champion yet? So you can always tell when there's going to be a plant because they just, they're not as like rigid as as they were. 
which was going to suck. I mm-hmm. mean, but if you're talking about that that first episode of the, the electric chair and Sami Zayn just basically saying, you could have asked me any question. Yeah. You could have asked me anything. You could have you asked, could me, asked about me about AEW. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. The, the, and then and then you just open up a can of worms because now all of a sudden now the chance start with AEW. Not only did the chance start with AEW, but then you have you have Corey like trying to trying to cover and in, uh, uh, in his ear. All right, Sammy. Uh, uh, in his ear, you know that someone's like, all right, talk now, talk. Someone. Oh, Vince. You know Vince is like, okay, all right, thank talk, you. Talk. I, we we all all know. God who damn it! We all know what is he doing? Ah! I'm sure. I'm sure Sammy got, got ripped. He in definitely the back. popped an eye like a blood vessel in his eye. Yeah, that a hundred percent. If in not his in his brain, the vein in his head just exploded. You just see the like his his uh, jugular just starts throbbing. It's like. <sighs> but then why is okay? So now I'm going to propose a question. So if if Sammy Zayn brings up this this thing about a, you could have asked me about AEW. Like uh-huh. what? First of all, what question would would you have asked about AEW? Um, why is everyone leaving to AEW? Okay, fair enough. So then, <laughs> if that was if that That's was just asked, my personal Marky question, if that was asked, and that would be an, an awesome question for for hardcore wrestling fans that, that know about Double or Nothing, that would be an awesome question to ask. Like, did you watch Double or Nothing? Would be the first one. Did you watch Double or Nothing? And if so, what did you think? And I'm sure, I'm sure, a hundred percent sure that whoever they picked out for those questions, they asked them what the question. What what, what are you going to ask? Yeah. Before yeah, yeah, they yeah, ask yeah, the question, yeah. and then I'm sure if someone said. I'm going to ask an AEW question, and we're like, oh, absolutely not. Or if anybody was smart, they smart, would have been said, like, no, I'm going to ask him about, ask him about, about his love life and exactly. then be like, hey, you going like, after, yeah, your, yeah. after your contract's up or what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you just see him, hey, you going after your, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Give me the mic back. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Come back with that mic. Um, yeah. So the, the fact that he brought it up was was amazing. And now I'm I'm all. Well, he also got a shout out. You didn't know that, but he got a shout out in uh and uh, double or nothing, him and uh, and Ko both got shout outs during double or nothing okay. by Jr. Okay, obviously not saying Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Right, they right. were like, El, well, I actually have it. Uh, they called, oh yeah, El Generico and uh, Kevin Steen. Got I, I popped for that. One. Nice. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. There you go. go. Nice. Let's build it up. You get those, those two over at AEW. This is this is what I'm talking about. They're already over at AEW. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, though. Getting the getting this kind of talk on both both brands. Why? And then, so my point was going to be, if Sami Zayn is bringing it up, and you had this, these people asking these questions, and if someone asked about AEW, why not talk about AEW? I mean, if if so, there's some some people I'm reading on, online as far as they they should just focus on their own product, like Double or Nothing, focused on on there's a, a ton of aspects and ton of a ton of uh, you know. Easter eggs, so to speak, as far as WWE stuff, like with the the throne that uh, with Cody Rhodes breaking the throne and and, you know Jericho going through his stuff and as far as his what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, He sold it. He He sold it well. He did. He did sell it well. Um, Why not acknowledge the fact? But this is Vince, and Vince is not going to acknowledge that, even though when when the Monday Night Wars were going on. And we're going to equate a lot of a lot now with WWE and AEW with the Monday Night Wars. When when now 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 like, not like we've been doing it since well, I, you I know. know I know but now it's more prevalent because we just go, we just got Double or Nothing so now you're going to get that you're going to get the we're doing this to shit since September bro well, <laughs> where have you been it's, it's going to happen more now it's going to happen a lot more so <laughs> when my my point here is that when Vince. It was was at war with WCW. You had freaking DX go up to the freaking in, go up to the arena in a tank and knock on their door. So now all of a sudden, but did they ever mention WCW by name? 
before yeah. they bought it? Absolutely. That's what, why. Okay, then. Then why can't we do that now? Because why it, can we never that, say? That's going to be my point. But my point is going to be why now? Why can't Vince acknowledge AEW now? Is because it's still beneath him? Not even that. Why can't we say that? That go, let's say uh, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. Why can't we say that they have never fought in WWE, but they have fought in uh, whatever ROH? Like why can't we say? Why can't you say Ring of Honor? Why can't you say New Japan? Why can't you say he fought in Japan or he fought because, for another promotion? Because like, apparently there's n- there's no other promotions that exist in Vince's world. Get your head out of your fucking ass, Vince. No, nope. he's 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 gonna he's gonna realize these these. I mean, he realizes obviously he's not stupid. Um, he's brilliant. He's brilliant, but he, he wants he he wants the WWE universe to focus on the WWE universe and not have to wor- know about other brands that are out there. You're, you're gonna know quick. They're gonna they're gonna know quick, and they're gonna find out in October or it's sometime in the fall when when TNT drops this thing. Yep, you're gonna find out quick. Hell, or if you paid fifty bucks on Saturday, yeah, or just streamed it online. Streamed, 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 streamed. streamed. Yeah, he's like a, moose meats. He's having a, he's having a stroke. <laughs> um, I think so I smell burnt toast. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? You keep saying that. I'm almost positive it's a thing. Burnt toast. Anybody have a stroke and smell burnt toast? Please hit us up on Twitter. Um, <laughs> anything on, on? You can s- still type or talk, <laughs> and you don't smell toast. Yeah. Anything on SmackDown? Jr. If you can let us know, please. Wow. <laughs> he didn't have a stroke. He had Bell's palsy. Dope. I thought he had a stroke. That's my bad. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> anything on SmackDown you want to talk about? Um, Elias became the new 24/7 champion. Mm. And apparently Shane can just suspend the rules like willy nilly like that. That's really good to know. Sure. Um, I did like the whole thing with uh, with uh, Roman and Truth at the end with lies in the ring. Mm. That was hilarious. And why the fuck wouldn't Roman just pin him himself and become the twenty four seven champion? Right. Duh. Well, because that's not his level. Also, if you're the twenty four seven champion, these are all B list. Does that count as a wild card? That's what I want to know. Because the okay, the twenty four seven championship can be defended anywhere. Yes. So as we've seen, in essence, if you show up on Monday Night Raw and you're from SmackDown, but you have the twenty four seven championship, mm. if you're on TV, does that count as a wild card? Right. You get what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying. So I don't know. My answer to you is, uh, <clears throat> do we care? I don't, but I love I love logistics. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Um, I want to know all the rules so then I can shit on people who aren't following them sometimes. Right. So if we, if they mainly myself if they I fill, up, if fill up the, if they fill up the four people and the, with the wild card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the twenty four seven champ is from like another the other brand. Exactly. Then you, that's your fifth. Got it. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. Like the iconics, the iconics can show up on Raw that wouldn't technically count right. as a wild card. That's not a wild card, right? Because they're champion. Right. Makes sense. Becky Lynch, same, same, you know, same deal. Well, not now. Hey, you get it though. Yeah, she did. She did. But she got I me. Mean, she couldn't. Past tense. Okay. My pen almost broke. I don't care. Not about the pen. I don't care about the. Hey, you better care about the pen. All right. Um. Damn pen. Yeah. Other than anything that, else there wasn't really anything. I'm, I'm no. so. I'm so. Over. Yeah. I'm over SmackDown. I'm over. I'm over WWE. Um. <laughs> Let's get to the main reason of what we want to talk about on this show. <sighs> this is the first. All right. So. Hey, now we can t- get to talk about something Let's other go. than WWE closing out the show. It's, I'm it, hype. AEW's AE Dub Double or Nothing. The Don, man, oh man. The what did Don you, before we get into the? Uh, we have to get into every single matcher, but what uh, overall? What did you think about the pay per view? If I had to rate it out of ten, yes. 
taking taking into account there were some matches that were lo- longer than they should have been. There were some. Well, some no match was longer than they should have been because there were 30, t- 30 minute time limits. That doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a match that should end sooner than that. That's true. But like, they had a 30 minute time limit. That, that, six, that six woman tag, uh, tag match, do you think that went a little too long? Oh, that one might have gone a little too long and saying. it could so, have been wrapped up a little earlier. That's what I'm saying. So, but even, they had to get every gimmick min- in. Which is fine, but even for 30 minutes, you don't need to take up the entire 30 minutes. The story can be told in 20 minutes or 15 minutes, yeah. you know, and they have to stretch it out. It just seems like in that match, everything... I'm, I'm I just like how they're that. saying it has 30-minute time limit just to give them like a fallback. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. I, and I, that's fine, and I get it. But like, like a match like that, which just seemed like, it, like all the, the close-to-pins pin moments, this seems like, okay, we, we get it. It's, they sold point. it very well. The commentators did an excellent yeah. job. Because I was fully invested on how the whoever uh, uh, Freddie Mercury was, uh, Emmy, Emmy, wait a second, Emmy Sakura, Emmy Sakura. There you go. Um, she was apparently the teacher of Hikaru Shida, or something like that. Okay. One of those two. So it was you know that whole thing was really good to see at the end, and I had no idea that was even the case until Jr. or Excalibur or whoever said it. Mm. And I was fully invested on it. Also, she was just straight up Freddie Mercury. We can just say that, right? Right. Mustache and everything. Did not say it on the broadcast? No. Mm. She just said, here's Emi Sakura. Okay. Nothing else. Yeah. She came out with the little baton. It looked like I had a microphone on top and everything. Yeah. yeah. Put it up in the air. Mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury. And she had the mustache. I don't know if you could. Uh, I don't know if that's a, a uh, copyright thing. If, or Probably. I, I don't know. But it's, uh, we obviously knew who it was. Anyway. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, what, what did you think overall? Overall, probably I give it 9 out of 10. Okay. Maybe 9.5. Right. I fucking loved it. Nice. It had blood. <laughs> it had blood. It had blood. There's it had 10 surprises. Right there. <laughs> it had it certainly great did. wrestling. It certainly did have surprises. It had everything. It had former WWE stars. Mm-hmm. Multiple. Mm-hmm. Some that I didn't even know were still wrestling. You, you know why? I, 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 Some of which were awesome i enjoyed this that weren't awesome that weren't awesome so i enjoyed this because of all the crap that we've been dealing with with wwe and even when they had all in all in kind of felt like like a wwe product in that it had it had the matches that were had the production good it had the production value and it had like the cheesy kind of like backstage yeah the gimmicky stuff and all that stuff exactly this didn't have that and it was just straight up pound for pound wrestling just wrestling Wrestling and it told and each thing told a great story to the point where there were people and even if it wasn't a wrestling some match, of the matches it still like told a great story yes because yes. yo you could have um, the whole Bret Hart intro of the AEW World Title right right you could have MJF and and Hangman go for the title right you could have Hangman versus Jungle Boy you could have MJF versus Jungle Boy. You could have Jimmy Havoc versus MJF. You could have Jimmy Havoc versus... You could have all these different ones. Mm. And they could all be for the world title. Mm. There doesn't really need to be a mid-card. You'll have the tag titles, which, to be honest, it seems really difficult to see how only the Young Bucks are going to be able to. Obviously, they're going to be the first. You mm. have to. You would assume. Mm. But it seems like they have, they've set up so many storylines within this one pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Even at the end, there was three, four storylines right there. Everything, everything right. lined up perfectly. Right. But I, I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Most people that I wanted to win did win. 
Did you like the fact that the Hangman came out? Uh, so they, 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 he was supposed to have this match with Pac. That was yes. that got canceled. So he came out in the uh, the and casino the winner of Royal. that. I'm assuming that the winner of that was supposed to be, uh, like it was like a tournament style. Right. So you have Pac and Hangman competing for one slot, and then you have uh, Jericho Omega competing for the other, which makes sense. So, but this entire this entire pay per view, I did not have one qualm about it at mm. all right. everything was balls to the wall mm. it was absolutely amazing i couldn't even tell you what match i didn't think was that that good good and if i had to maybe the best fans versus jack evans and helico mm. but it was only because i don't even know i don't even know <laughs> everything else was just better right, right. maybe the six woman maybe mm. but even that was still amazing yeah yeah I'm not saying the match wasn't good. I'm just no, yeah. That, you know, at some point, it, 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 it could have ended earlier, but it was still an amazing match. Oh, it could have ended earlier. But it was, it was, I, uh, I'm speechless about this thing. I really am, which is bad because we're recording a podcast. <laughs> so we just, just no, no, our speechlessness is, uh, means that it was great. Let's, um, we'll just get through it now. We'll go through it. Go ahead. All right. SoCal Uncensored versus Seema T-Hawk and L. Lindemann. And SCU wins. That was an incredible Incredible way to kick off this entire card mm. because it, it, it just had it had everything. It had the foreign aspect of it. It had the the they weren't even heels to be honest. Like SoCal Uncensored, they they kind of remind you of heels, mm. but they're over right. completely. Everybody's chanting SCU. Yeah, everybody's singing along with their freaking intro. All those dudes, Frankie Kazarian and 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 Scorpio Sky, all of them are, are incredible wrestlers, mm. and even the even the Chinaman, the Sima Tiog and, and El Lindemann, those those guys are incredible wrestlers all around. I like I like Kazarian. He was uh, all, I liked him in TNA. He was like one of the few things I I liked about TNA yeah. was was him. And uh, now that they have <clears throat> they have him and uh, and Daniels, yeah, Christopher yeah. Daniels, yeah. It was it was great. Um, the next match was Kylie Ray, Nyla Rose, and Dr. Britt Baker. And uh, Brandy decides to come out and introduce someone who we know is something different, but uh, Awesome Kong, which would make it a fatal four-way, mm. formerly known as Karma, mm. if people remember that short three, four months that she was in the WWE or whatever. to uh, get pregnant, and that was it. Was that it? Yep. Oh, whatever. Yep. But still, like, that was it. Even that match was incredible because you were able to have Nyla Rose and Awesome Kong go at each other as, you know, the heavyweights of the match mm -hmm. and then have Kylie Ray and, and, and Britt Baker go after uh, each other, even though it was babyface on babyface, which mm -hmm. is hilarious. Also should be known as uh, Dr. Britt Cole, baby, baby, <clears throat> because he got that shit on lock, too. <laughs> he got NXT, and he got that doctor on lock. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, the Best Friends versus Jack Evans and Angelico. The Best Friends win. And I forgot their names. I should have wrote that down. That's my bad. Uh, but after the match was something incredible. The lights go out, and a, some team, don't know who they are. I mean, I do now because I read up on them. But the lights go out. And then some dudes with gorilla masks and mad goons just come and beat everyone up. Mm. Who I've recently found out that they were known on the indies called the Super Smash Brothers. Okay. <laughs> which makes sense as why they couldn't say their name on television. Right. Because right. they're going to get sued. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they don't want no more cease and desist. We know this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the next was the six-woman uh, tag match. 
I'm not going to even try to butcher these ladies' names because I don't want to disrespect them. Also, they could probably beat my ass mm-hmm. any day of the week. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, we we had already mentioned that the Eddie the Eddie the Emmy gimmick was just Freddie Mercury straight up. Mm-hmm. But also, one of the women one of the women had pulled off a uh, not not a six one nine. It was called a seven oh two. In which case, so one of the comment commentators was like, "So you know the area code in Japan somehow? <laughs> like how how is that even possible?" Um, the next one was I I consider this the match of the night. Well, can we? I'm sorry. <clears throat> there was one part what? in that in that six woman tag. Uh huh. What do you got? We didn't talk about the end. The end of the match, the botch. I mean, if 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 there was anything that was wrong with the whole thing, I mean, it was very nitpicky. Uh huh. But the botch at the end of the of the match, there was it was like a there was a two count with the ref and the the timekeeper hit the bell. Oh yes, yes, yes. I forgot about that. To mm. be honest. Oh yeah. I was also a little. Um. Yeah. Hi. Yes, yeah, sure. sure. How are you? <laughs> Do you know me? Um, nah, but that that yeah, the end of that match I thought was crazy. But that just shows that that's you know nothing's perfect. No, it's okay to mess up, and it was it was hilarious yeah, because was, everybody in the ring was like, ah, uh, yeah, what's what's, 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 what's going on? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, do we fight? Like, yeah, yeah. was that a do we fight now? Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, the next match was hands down. I I think this was the best match of the night okay. because. It gave me chills throughout the entire thing. Mm. That whole dusty chant in the beginning, and you yeah. could just see the both of them like yeah, yeah. physically get emotional before the match started, yeah. mm. and then they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yep. And yeah. uh, Brandy, Brandy gave Cody the sledgehammer, which we're just going to start comparing Brandy and and Cody to Steph and, and Hunter. Sure. Okay. That's great. Great that we got you know completely away from WWE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the best spots of the night was when DDP came out and remind, physically remind me after, carried. Remind me after we're done with all this, by the way. Uh, to, to go to that point, you just you just mentioned as far as the WWE with to, Stephen to get, Hunter to get away from them. Oh, okay. but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but um, DDP coming out. DDP came and carried out Brandy yeah. because she had gotten ejected, mm-hmm. which was hilarious mm-hmm. to me because mm-hmm. that dude is like sixty something years old. Yeah. And he's still willy nilly, just right over his DDP yoga man, like a five I DDPY guess, man. I gotta get start getting into that. Yeah, he's, me too. Did you shake. see that dude Vance Hines? No, the guy that lost. He, he saw uh, that comedian Burt Kreischer. Yeah, on uh, he he ran the half marathon in Tampa once. Okay, this dude saw him run that marathon and was like, "If he can do this shit, I can do it." Right. So he started doing DDP, DDPY, like just the you know sitting in bed. This dude was like almost five hundred pounds. Mm. And then he just was able to sit in bed, do whatever was able in bed. And then he got up and then he was able to do that. Mm. Now this dude weighs like 250 pounds. Good for him. It was incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, it was was ridiculous. DDP yoga. DDPY, man. (laughs) Shit's crazy. Um, So yeah, Rhodes Rhodes with that, uh, the whole whole thing with the awesome story from beginning to end. Everything was, and the end of it was amazing. First off, he had a straight up crimson mask. Yeah. And it wasn't even like. The makeup that he had on first mixed in with his blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had black parts on his makeup, mm-hmm. and that was red. Red. Everything was just completely red at the end of the match. Right. Cody, later on in the night after he took a shower, I'm assuming, had pink hair. Pink hair. That's how much blood <laughs> was right. in his hair. Right. It was crazy. And it, it, it was great also from, from beginning to end, like you said, with, with having uh, the Dusty Chance. And then at the end, 
him setting up with his with his brother for the next the next pay per view, which is awesome. Do it in ring, that, You're right there in the spot. That made me that made me a little emotional at the end. I'm not gonna lie about that. That okay. was incredibly touching. Yeah, because you could just see like, especially with all the dusty chants in the beginning, like that was just a perfect way to tie a bow sure, on it, sure. and also. So that he doesn't have to retire and he can keep wrestling. <laughs> I need to get paid. Yeah, exactly. He needs to take care of his ex-wife who just got arrested. <laughs> he just got arrested. <laughs> I need money for the bailout. Yeah, exactly. Um, that fight would take place in Jacksonville next month. Mm-hmm. Next Ju- June or July, I forgot. July. July at Fight for the Fallen in Jacksonville. Awesome pay-per-view name, by the way. Also, Cody got a spanking. Did you see that? You know how okay, so Cody Cody Rhodes comes out with that uh, weight training belt, mm. and he has it customized on the back. I right. think it said uh, uh, "Attitude Killer" on mm. on this one, <laughs> right. which is hilarious. Uh-huh. So he comes uh-huh. out, he takes the belt off because he's beating the shit out of Dustin. Takes the belt off, throws it on the floor. It's funny because his brother was part of the Attitude Era. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, he decides to untie his sh- his trunks. Mm. So. He goes, and he's got the belt in his hand, and he goes to try to whip Dustin. Dustin catches it, throws him in the corner. Dustin gets Cody on the second rope, pulls down Cody's pants, and then just spanks him with the freaking weight belt. (laughs) I was like, okay, we're doing this, too. (laughs) This is is happening. (laughs) We got blood. First off, he could get get something, Uh probably. Uh Just blood flying everywhere, and then he can pull this man's pants down. I don't know what's going on now. Fun. <laughs> yeah, fun. Uh, uh, we had already talked about the Bret Hart introduction of the nice belt, AEW. Belt. Yeah, I thought it was great. Very nice belt. It was a little flimsy to me. Yeah. Did you not? It just felt like it flopped everywhere. Didn't it look crisp. You know? You're saying it looked like a 24-7 belt? No. Okay. I'm saying it, it looked like the I'm saying it looked like the NWA belt. Okay. How it was just like you can just throw it anywhere. You know how like the WWE belts have that nice little crisp yeah, at the yeah. end of it? Mm-hmm. With the Velcro, <laughs> the Velcro, right? Well, now it's back to the. the uh, no, it's not. It was back uh, to the w- w- I, dude, I keep trying. I keep looking at the freaking belts every week, mm-hmm. and I try to see because on the outside it shows belt clips. Yeah, but on the inside of the belt where you would clip it into, mm-hmm. it looks Velcro. I gotta look at that again. It's inc- I, I don't know what they're doing. If they just have belts galore, like they just want to do it like that, I don't know. Um. Either way, very impressive AEW looking. I, I like the way it looked. Yeah, AEW, uh, AEW, uh, the Triple A tag team titles: the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. The Bucks retain in an incredible match. That also up for match of the night because mm. that was just it was hard hitting, flying everywhere, super kicks, everything, everything you could want in a Young Bucks match. I didn't know a lot about the Lucha Bros. I had seen a couple of their matches when they were in probably New Japan. I think mm. they were on this the same card as uh, Jericho Omega One, mm. something like that. I didn't know that they were actually brothers, which is incredible. Yeah. Also, uh, Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks and Phoenix of the Lucha Brothers are fucking twenty nine years old. Mm. I know. Uh, shit. <laughs> like I don't know what to say about that. Just shit. I don't. I don't. You're out for a while. Yeah. And they've been around for so long, yeah, too. That's what's around, incredible. They've been around since, yes, for years. Amazing. They, 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 I mean, they were born to do this. I'll tell you that. And the main event, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. I enjoyed this, well, for uh, many reasons, as you'll get into. But the, the I liked the, Jericho's intro. 
Oh, with, it was great with with the different. Uh, it wasn't time. It wasn't chronological though. That's the only qualm not, I had about it. It was kind of. It was out of out of right. It was out of sync as far as time goes. But I mean, if you're gonna be nitpicky about it, I I, I like I get why you did the the jacket at the third one because then it sets up for the pop of the new entrance. Right. That makes sense. But I thought you just should have done it in order. Lionheart jacket list. Evil or whatever he's called. Now. Evil. I don't know what he's called. <laughs> Evil goat. Show. I think it's there just goat at that goat. point. There you go. It really is. It was a great intro. Do you? Would you consider him close to? How 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 would you put him on your top list? Or say how close? We're going there, huh? Because um, he is. We go like top ten. Yeah. How? I'll I, go I, even. You I have think him top there. five <sighs> of all time. We have to. Have He's a, been doing it for twenty nine years. We gotta have an episode where I, we keep. We said it like from the get go. We have to have an episode where we, we just like. Rank well, because we save it for slow I, weeks, and there hasn't been one, and now there's not going to be with well, AEW. There, there has been, and it was the last couple of weeks before Money in the <laughs> Bank, and we should, we could have done it then. But uh, I know now AEW stuff. Um, I, I I keep thinking of Shawn Michaels is definitely in my top five. Yes, um, Flair obviously. Hogan. Flair. I would not put Hogan in my top five. Do you not put Hogan in your top five? Not, not he's because a not lot because, of no, bit racist. Not, not, not because of that at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking about straight up wrestling. Straight up wrestling. Okay, like wrestling. Top five wrestlers. If, I, if you want to talk about a top five entertainers, oh, you put Hogan. I put Hogan in top five. Yeah, I put like Cena, Hogan, Rock. Wrest- you don't think Rock was a good wrestler? Who do you think was a better wrestler, Austin or Rock? Exactly. I think they're like I think they're tied. They they were very limited in their set. I think you talk about wrestlers. You talk about like uh, you talk about like S- Steamboat and and Savage and yep. and CM Punk and 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 Warrior. Shawn Michaels and Warrior um, <laughs> with his two his two moves. Um, shake the ropes a bunch. Shake the ropes for a bunch and then do that stupid splash. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, if you want to, we can get into a list at some point where we talk yeah. about the best entertainers as the best wrestlers. Uh, and and Michaels, uh, I thought was both because he was he was great, yeah. great on both sides, great on the mic, he was great at, great in, in in the ring. Um, well, he, I mean, he, he had that flair. He, he he had that flair in him. Yeah, pun one hundred percent intended. <laughs> intended. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we will, yes, at some point we will get into. During the Jericho Omega match, there was a shot of Jericho's family that nobody really saw, but I do because I follow Jericho on Instagram. Uh, and they just looked incredibly distraught. It was mm. kind of funny, okay. kind of like Shane's family. Remember Shane's family during yes. that whole Termania. spot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. exactly. Yeah. Um, so Chris Jericho wins. Mm. He broke Kenny's nose. Yeah, like from the from the get go. Like it was oh, really, it was like, definitely well before half the match. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So Chris Jericho will face Hangman Adam Page at Fight for the Fallen for the AEW World Title. The inaugural AEW World Title Champion mm. will be crowned. At Fight for the Fallen in July in Jacksonville. I'm going to say now I think it's got to be Jericho. It has to be. It has to be Jericho. Out of the gate, it has to be Jericho. It has to be. You would think it should be pa- It should be Paige. At some point, it should be Paige. But if but you're also, about the first belt, the first holder. I, I, you have I, to have someone elite. But what everyone was talking about at the end of the match. Which, by the way, Ross... Afterwards, said that he had absolutely no idea that this is, this is going on. Good, and That's I, the way it should I, I be. and I believe that. I believe that because I believe I also I know that the announcers there, like for WWE, uh, I'm, I'm sure now now that he said that that Ross said that at AEW also really don't have an idea of what's going to happen. Yeah, because they want they want to have them have some sort of actual legit 
surprise in their voice. And that was a he JR legit sounded shocked. Yeah. He was very yeah. shocked at this whole yeah. ordeal. Yeah. But one John motherfucking Moxley returned. <laughs> now who is John Moxley? Tell who who exactly is this John Moxley? Uh, I've never heard of him before. John Moxley is I'm pretty sure a lot of people would refer to him as quite, uh, quite a deathmatch uh, specialist. Mm. He loves to bloody the shit out of people. Okay. Um, however, most people would know him as um, Sierra Hotel India Echo Delta, <laughs> Dean Ambrose. Ah, Mr. Shield. Yes. Ah, yes. The uh, lunatic, Shield, fringe. lunatic Fringe. Lunatic Fringe. Um, the Insane Asylum or whatever the fuck they call it. So, so he comes out and... Why did nobody see this coming? It's fucking Vegas. Because people thought... He lives in Vegas. People thought I was thinking it to myself. Why did I not see this We were talking coming? about the idea uh, as I shake my mic in, in, in <laughs> frustration. frustration. We in were anger. T- we were talking about the fact that it's probably a work and that John Moxley is going to come and turn around and be in, back in the WWE because... Renee, <laughs> because why? Why not? And and he was been there before, and he's already established. Why not have him come back? And he's a different character. Oh, he came out with all with a tell all with Jericho. It was great. Did you did you hear any of that? Do you know him? how much he got? Okay, the last Shield match was a, a, a network pay per view, whatever you yes. want to call it. Okay, it was it was the la- the final ride of the Shield. Right. Do you know how much he got paid for that last show? How much? How much do you think? Couple hundred thousand. <laughs> he got paid five hundred dollars. What? <laughs> yeah, he has a check for five hundred dollars that he's probably going to frame in his house. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He went to Vince constantly and was saying, "I don't like the way this is going." He's like, "Nah, you're all right." There was almost a line that he had to say about Roman's leukemia. I, I was just gonna say that. So, getting to all that stuff. Um. Yeah, in the Jericho podcast, he mentioned that Vince had told him while Reigns was going through his leukemia. Um, I'm just reading because I, I had to print this up because I found it, I found this insanely fascinating that this was actually a thing. Um, flip that on for a second. I'm sorry, we're, we're doing this. Uh, we're doing, uh, the light doing the show in the dark. Um, let's see, there were many many big revelations. Uh, one of which was the promo that. About his actual friend who is going through actual leukemia, and now now I'm quoting uh, mm-hmm. Moxley. Vince wanted me to say that that he tried to talk me into saying, "This is where I absolutely drew the line." I was like, "Absolutely not." He was like, "Well, if you feel uncomfortable, that's fine." So he he was talk- basically saying that Vince told him to talk about a uh, certain what, line. He didn't say the he line. He didn't say what the line was. He said, "Thank he was, God." He was going to tell, tell Jericho off off the air what he, what the line was. At some point, we'll. I listened to that entire thing, and it was fucking gold. It was a gold mine. I'm it was hilarious. I'm hoping we find out what that line is. Me if too. You, if you feel uncomfortable, Vince said, if you feel uncomfortable, that's fine. That's where I finally put my foot down. And Jericho then said, this is another cancer reference to Roman. And Moxley said, yeah. And it is the worst line. You cannot. And I'm not going to say it on air. I'll tell you, he said, I'll tell you after we're done. I'm not going to say it on air. That's how bad it was. It he said like it was a, so bad that they would lose it sponsorships. Been, it would have been a thing. It would have been like a thing where like people would have. I'm quoting him exactly. It would have been like a thing where like people would have been would have gotten fired. Maybe me. They would Most have. Definitely. They would have like lost sponsors, like Susan G. Komen, and all that would have been like. And I <laughs> would have been like space. And I don't know who wrote it. I don't know if it was Vince himself or if it was a writer. If it was a writer, and you're listening right now, you should be ashamed of yourself. You wouldn't believe it. But if I had just said it, if if I had been like, okay, and just read the script, I can't imagine, dot, 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 
but it would have been on me and not on Vince, which is true. If he, yeah. if, if he had said whatever this this incredible line is uh, that he he couldn't have said on air, which is it's that bad. One thing he made certain in, that he said in that podcast, and and in the beginning of it, he was like, "There's a key word in, in what I'm going to say here, mm. and that's writer." Mm. Okay, writers are what's doing this. Mm. They wrote him into that storyline with Nia Jax. They were like, "We're not going to bury you. Nah, you're just going to go into a, you know, you're going to put her over, mm. something like that." And he was like, "Okay," mm. and he made it the best possible thing that he did. And yeah. he got and he got over by right. doing that. Right. That's what was funny about it. Mm. And then the whole thing with the gas max ga- gas, uh, you get it. But uh, all that was just like uh, they unintentionally tried to. Well, they intentionally tried to bury him, but tried to make it so that he wouldn't notice it. Right. But he saw right through the right. shit. Absolutely. Like, it was hilarious. Absolutely. But $500 for that last pay-per-view. I did not know that. Incredible. You know how much people just get to show up at WWE to work? Mm. $500. Yeah. Right. <laughs> even that's Jericho said that. He was like, that's what we get just for showing up. Like, right. that's, that's not even going on TV. Right, right, right. right. So you're just in the building. Like, people. Yeah. yeah. People, like, Paige. Yeah. $500. Paige, how many times was at... at at events, at Raw, at SmackDown, but she wouldn't come up with the uh, Kambuki Warriors, whatever they call her. That's hilarious name. <laughs> that what the hell is it? But yeah, how many times was she just there? Wars. She was always there at Raw or SmackDown, but she wasn't coming out on TV. Right. She's getting $500. Yeah. Just to show up. Just to sit there and do nothing. Bastards. <laughs> I want a job, Vince. Uh, God. Oh, man, but now, this, but this now she's not coming. She can't, she can't. She can't come out now because they're canceling Monday night shows. Yeah, canceling those, those SmackDown shows. It's unbelievable. Damn it. Um, so the week, the week that was, the week that was was incredible. Was overall really good. Yeah, and it had nothing to do with WWE. <laughs> it had a lot to do with AEW. AEW. Uh, one last thing in all elite wrestling, it will be a ten count to get out of the ring, mm. not a five count mm-hmm. for tag matches. You mm-hmm. know, they have that little five second one, right. two, and then it's like. Three. All right. Come on, guys. Four. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know that's pretty good. <laughs> um, Should be rough. And a lot, yeah, a lot of referee discretion because mm. I noticed a lot of outside the ring uh, fights going on during the match, mm. and the ref wasn't counting to ten at all. Okay. If both wrestlers are out of the ring, you count to ten, and then you you know proceed, and then they have to get back in the ring. That's the rules. Right. But it seems to be a lot of just straight up discretion on the referee's part. It's like, yeah, if it's a good match, we'll let it go. Mm. So I like should it. be interesting. I like it. So my 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 final point, which I want to go back uh circle around here, is that we you had mentioned as far as WWE not being or AEW being separate from yes. WWE. You can't. <laughs> you can't because we let me get this sheet back here. You can't have let's and we're gonna be uh, just be honest. You can't have uh, a product that's going to be popular, like AEW is projected to be popular, as popular as it, it should be, without having people that were in WWE. Yep. Again, and going back to WCW and the Monday Night Wars, the whole reason why that took off, because you had established people come in and jump ship, which was not something that was done before, which is why the Moxley thing was so amazing, because it, in, the, in the age of internet... Mm-hmm. Anything should be out there. They didn't have the, the interwebs back then. So the when interwebs. when freaking Lex Luger came out in the Mall of America and showed up out of nowhere, it was like, wait, hold, wait, what are you doing here? And then like, Hall and Nash. It was like a, it was like a kind of invasion mentality. Yeah. Then you didn't know he was coming out. So yeah. So these people that that came from WWE over and jump ship, 
That was an amazing thing. So all that to say, AEW talking about being separate from WWE. I understand what Rhodes is saying. I get it. I get the fact that it's going to be a different product. It's going to be three of the six biggest stars were huge stars in WWE, right? Which is so you can't be separate. You can be separate in in how you're going to run things and how you're going to produce the show and how it's going to look because W Double or Nothing looked completely different from anything yeah. that WWE has put on it, it recently. It looked if, like in, a high end in indie show. Memory. Yes. Looks a very a very high end indie show. It reminded me a lot of Full Sail. It reminded me a lot of NXT. Okay, that's what I. But a little, I but a little more pr- production to it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, because they also have a billionaire behind them, and not just right, right. half in a billionaire. Con. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you could you could still you understand that there's there's going to be aspects of WWE because if I, looking down this card right right now I. <sighs> Britt Baker, not a clue. Uh, the the, the six woman tag match, no. Um. I only Sa- knew Sammy, about Sammy Aja Kong in uh, in that six woman tag match. Okay, but I knew who I knew who Britt Baker was already. That I mean, I knew I knew I obviously knew Awesome Kong. Um, some of the people in the uh, the Battle Royal, not a clue. Um, as you said, the Lucha Brothers, nothing. But that, that, that's good because now you have them mixed in with people that are established, and then you want to get to know because they put on an amazing an amazing match. Lucha Brothers put on an amazing amazing match. So I want to get to know them better. So it, it's good that they're mixed in, but you cannot get away from this this overall juggernaut in WWE because they've established you. They've yeah. established roads. They've established bo- both roads. Both roads. They've they've established Jericho. Both dust too. Both <laughs> both dust and roads. Oh, they had a nice little sorry. They had a nice little uh, little stardust uh, throwback callback yeah. to uh, during the match. That both I, of them that did I, that. I did see. That was hilarious. Um, so you, yeah, Jericho. Uh, you know, uh, Kenny Omega did, did, has done his own thing, but for the most part, the Rhodes, Jericho, uh, uh, awesome Con for a, a half a second. Moxley. So uh, Bret Hart, uh, Moxley, obviously Moxley. So Sean Spears. The, these these guys have already <laughs> been there, and, and actually, in, in MJF it was a. Uh, if you get a chance, to probably see he, he was actually we, not, not wrestling, were. not wrestling, but he he did a, uh, you know, one of those like security. Uh, stupid things that yeah. like uh, uh, EC3 has done before. You know, oh yeah, Cesaro has done. He did one of those, and then I'm trying to remember the wrestler that got probably got paid 500 bucks for that. He got paid 500 bucks <laughs> for just doing that nonsense. He, he he was like one of the lead security guards, and the guy that came out. If I, I'm blank, blanking on the name, the wrestler that came out pushed him to the side, <laughs> and then started walking in front of him. Um, but he was he was part of WWE for all of a half a second. So these guys. Yeah, they're, they've been part of WWE, but the overall aspect of AEW is going to be completely different. And yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to now something that we can fall back on that isn't shitty wrestling. And I'm hoping, again, I'm still hoping that we can still have both. We can still have a WWE. I'm not hoping for uh, uh, We're collapse. not just going to become an AEW show. No, no, like. no. <laughs> but I'm hoping, for, I'm hoping for good things for both. Like just, yeah, absolutely. Just back in the day, I, back in the day, I was. I, I loved good attitude. wrestling. I loved attitude. I loved NWO, and when NWO got tired, because it, it, it got tired quick. That's when DX popped up. DX big yeah, again. It, yeah, yeah. So you know, you can have both. You can have two things that are awesome. But I'm hoping that AEW brings up WWE to the level that it should be. Yeah, and and hopefully you know someone gets in Vince's ear and is like, listen, you're you're you're, you're taking the ratings this week, especially this week, especially with the ratings that that they, they showed so low. that were very low, very low ratings. Uh, that it, it kind of b- b- kicks them in the ass and say, listen, we have to do something, and this is not it. Twenty four seven belt is not it. This is, this is not the no. way that we should be going. Um, the the electric chair 
that's fine. You can do that. Some, was, that was good. I like. You that. can do I stuff like that. that goes. That's not going to stay the same. There's no way after. Oh no after no, no, what, no, no, no What just happened this week with with uh, Sami Zayn and thank, you're going to see plants. 100. percent And this this is why it's going to suck. Yeah. And this is why it's going to suck. And thank you know thank thank you Sami Zayn for and I, I love his character too. I love that he's just brutally honest. But thank you Sami Zayn for for putting that out there and having this be the first established electric chair promo show because everything after this is is probably going to suck. Because you're going to have the plants, you're going to have the, the these questions that are going the to be scripts. like softball questions and scripted stuff. Now, it's going to be it's going to be bullshit. And so, you know what? I, I enjoyed it for the first time. The, the first time it came out, and that's probably going to be the last time. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not the case. I'm hoping it actually stays legit. But it, it's after this week. There's no way it, it's going to be. We just want a better product. That's it. And it's it's has it's just if this awful. is what it takes, then this is what it takes. But I hope it really I hope it turns around. I don't I don't see why it wouldn't. Right, yes. the best the best time in WWE history was during the wars, and that's thanks to WCW. That's exactly. thanks to, to Eric Bischoff. That's thanks to competition. The competition. This right. entire country is based off of competition, and, and that, that's right. When you have a monopoly, it it, it completely waters down. As we see, it waters down the product. We just got like it, with AEW. We just got the thirteen colonies. <laughs> that's what's going on right now. All right. We're working up. We're trying to get to the United States of America right History. now. History. <laughs> I had I had thoroughly enjoyed this show just because we get to talk about something else other than WWE, and that not not only do we get to talk about something that's other than WWE, but it was a good thing. Like it was really good. God forbid it was if, good for everything. God God forbid if Double or Nothing sucked, and we were like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like they put this, they put all their money in this. You thing would have heard just, me just start talking about how I wasted fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it was But no, it was well, well, 50 bucks well spent. Well spent. There you go. See? And I'm good to support the business. I like supporting the business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Sure, sure. If anything to go in the bucks pocket, you know, they got kids. There you go. They got kids. They got Slater got kids. That's why I, that's why I pay for the network. You should, you should, you should <laughs> jump over to AEW. They by the way, they reported that their their buy-ins for uh for double or nothing are in the 200,000 range. Yeah. Which is immensely good. Like, but that's what they report. You never know that those numbers could be inflated a little bit. <laughs> I'm hoping that they are not. For I'm hoping AEW is, is is right down the line with with reporting that because that that shows that there is a market out there for something else other than WWE. And in their best days, WWE for like the 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 B uh, pay per views. Like the backlashes and everything mm-hmm. else in between with SummerSlam and over the Survivor limit. Series and over the limit and in your house, all that, all that stuff. Really, if they could touch two hundred thousand, they'd be they'd be grateful. Yeah. So for this for this to do that, that was, that's very impressive. And, Absolutely. And hopefully, it's a it's a sign of things to come. Especially for the quote inaugural pay per view. The inaugural pay per view, even though they've they've had one already, but this was, yeah, but not as a company. This is right. This is AEW's inaugural pay per view, and hopefully, this this carries momentum into uh, Fight for the Fallen. I hope so. I'm 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 set. I'm good. Yeah. I'm I'm all in on it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> and another. 50 it's gonna bucks. be hard to not always talk about See, puns, like because I, that. you know, we're glad that you're you know all in and such. <laughs> Get it, guys. Thank you so much. This has been uh, an awesome show, awesome time. We we appreciate you always listening. Uh, please hit us up on the Twitter with the Sun of the Slam Show, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, constantly seeing the the numbers going up with our, our listenership so we thank you guys so much for spreading, spreading the word and you guys are awesome tell uh, your friends tell your mother's friends yeah tell, tell your, everyone especially your mother's friends and, and tell your mom i said hi yeah yeah me too hey there you go <laughs> i am chris mindell i am joe black let's yeah, go boys let's go
the Sons of Slam podcast.